I think every preacher on Trinity Sunday has to resist a temptation. And the temptation is to try to use some clever analogy or something to explain the Trinity. And we know some saints did this. St. Patrick used the clover. Sometimes you'll hear the example of H2O. It can be water, it can be steam, it can be um, ice. But all those things really do not adequately describe what the Trinity is and in fact are heretical. It's not that the Trinity is something where God appears in a certain mode. It is not the case that the unity of God can be put forth in a clover because the clover, while it is one, uh, it is one leaf, not three in one. In fact, what we really can say with confidence about God is that the more we come to know God, the more we realize how little we know about God. Because God is an inexhaustible mystery, so far beyond us that we have no idea what God is or what God is like. And no matter how smart we are, thinking about God to try to come up with an explanation that's true and right and good simply can't happen. What we know about God is not the result of a lot of thinking about God. What we know about God is the result of how it is that God has chosen to reveal himself to us. And so if we are to, to really understand the Trinity, even in a limited, limited way, which is really all that's possible for us, I think we need to think more like Eastern Catholics. You see, in the West, we view a mystery as something to be solved. But in the East, a mystery is something to be entered into. There's an understanding with a mystery in Eastern Christian religions that one can't explain it. All one can do is enjoy it. To take the ride wherever it leads. And that's really what the readings today are trying to get at that we heard. For Moses, in the first reading, it's really about a recollection that the relationship that the people of Israel had with God was special indeed. That in the story of salvation history, the Israelite people were chosen because God wanted them to be the vehicle of salvation for the entire world. In other words, when they got a sense of how God revealed himself to them and how it is that God wanted them to live, their quality and way of life would be such that the whole world would come to a deeper understanding of God and this relationship that God wanted with all people. We know it didn't work out so well. But every time Israel fell, every time they went away from God's way, got themselves in trouble and cried out to God, we learned something that God revealed to us. 
We always receive mercy from God we do not deserve. Whenever we are repentant, we receive God's mercy who forgives us even though we don't deserve it. And once again, we grow closer to God. But the ultimate revelation of God comes in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because in the Lord Jesus Christ, it's not only that we learn about God because of some revelation to a prophet. We don't learn about God's covenant through what Jesus tells us. Jesus is himself both the the one who announces the covenant, but he himself is the covenant too. It's both. So what do we do on a Trinity Sunday when really we're focused on something that we can't possibly understand? We ask ourselves in what way do we place ourselves in God's presence to have an experience of this mysterious God who loves us so much. This God is close to us. Even though we can't fully know and understand God, we can know God even a little bit. And that is a great, great gift to us. It is a tremendous, tremendous relationship that we are called to have with God. And then once we have this relationship, then Jesus tells us, well, it's not over. Because once you have this relationship with Jesus, then we have to go and share the benefit of this relationship to talk about the quality of this relationship to others so that they too can be drawn into this marvelous relationship with God. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. This is what we learn from our God. That even though we have sinned and fallen short, God loves us. And God gives us another chance. His justice is fulfilled by his extension of mercy. Then... As we think about this relationship with Jesus that saves, we recognize that he doesn't just save us, he has in fact saved everyone who simply accepts the salvation that he freely gives, that we do nothing to earn. And then he tells us what he says today, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. It seems to me that this last part is perhaps the hardest for Catholics. We don't always think of our responsibility to tell others, to share our faith, to evangelize. Imagine the difference in a church like this if every single one of you brought a new person to church because they saw in the quality of your relationship with Jesus something that they wanted too. Think about how much would be different, better, amazing, if we were able to speak about Jesus in that way. Do you take advantage of opportunities where you may have a gentle way to share your faith? For example, if someone were to ask you, what is your faith? What if instead of saying, 
uh, or, or what is your religion? What if instead of saying, well, it's not really about religion or about faith, it's about my personal relationship with Jesus Christ and my activity in the church, what I do about that relationship. I'm a Catholic or a Christian or a Catholic Christian, and it's really about my relationship with Jesus. What if when someone may ask you a question about how do we do X, Y, Z, we didn't take a moment to say, well, you know, when I face something that I don't know how to do or how to solve or, or what I should, should, how I should act, I bring it to the Lord and I ask him to help me. I bring it to Jesus and ask him, should I do this, Lord, or not? Should I go down this path or that one? That's what it means to enter into the mystery of the Trinity. The last thing I would suggest that is particularly important is to search for God where we know he can be found. Some of you probably remember the uh, St. Louis Jesuit song, Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord while he may be found. It was based on one of the, the Psalms. We know where God can be found. We know that God can be found in his word and so reading the Bible is helpful, especially with a good commentary or a Bible that has good explanatory notes. And we know that God can be found here in church, in the sacraments, at Mass, in baptism, in confession, in confirmation, marriage, holy orders, and the anointing of the sick. Seek the Lord while he may be found knowing that while you can't understand him fully, or maybe even a little, you can enjoy the presence and the journey that he wants to have in full relationship with you.